Hey, my name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Hey, bitch. How you doing? Hope you're doing well. Um, Today, I wanted to just talk because my last episode was all about weed, right? So I wanted to talk about alcohol today because I, you know, I feel like we could have some funny stories, like some good experiences with alcohol. My first time having an experience with alcohol, my good times, the bad times, all of it, girl. I have so many fucking stories and I wanted to just talk about it in today's episode and like alcohol, you know, as fun as it can be. You know, alcohol is a fucking scary topic, too, because, you know, if you grew up with an alcoholic, you know, parent or alcoholic family member, you know how scary alcohol could get. And like, you know, alcohol can be fun. It can, you know, bring good in memories, but it could also bring fucking shitty memories. And it's it's like it could bring people together or it could tear families apart, girl. Like, that's how fucking like a shit we got deep really quick. It's like we're 30 seconds into the episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. But today, I just want to talk about alcohol. Um, and I guess... I kind of wanted to start my alcohol journey with just saying that I grew up with an alcoholic parent and like I've talked about this in episodes before. So growing up, I think I was allowed to drink when I was 19. I've never had a sip of liquor until I think I was 21 because maybe like like once or twice before, but I really haven't. I don't think I've ever really been drunk until I was about 21, I think. I'm pretty sure if I remember it right. But yeah, growing up, I would, you know, always go out with my friends and like me and my friend Nisha, we literally went to Greece and we went island hopping and bar hopping in Mykonos and I didn't have a sip of liquor. Like everybody was like drunk out of their minds and they're like, Adeline, like have a sip, like have fun, like blah, blah. And like I would dance, right? And my friend would be like, just put your hands in the air, like just have fun, like dance and dance to the music. And I always thought, you know, going out and clubbing was the dumbest shit ever. I'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? Like we're in a crowded room playing music drinking expensive you know 
liquids. Like, what the fuck is the point of this shit? So I always thought that. Um, and I went to Mykonos. My friends were like literally bar hopping. I would just like be sober, the sober one. Um, I remember my <laughs> first boyfriend at the time, um, he, we, went to prom and then he had some sort of after party and he was drunk and I think I just had so much PTSD he came home drunk and he was like slurring his words and he was like I could tell that he was drunk and he wasn't fully there and I was like oh my god like can you please never do this again because I just like had trauma and I was like oh my god like please never do this again like it's scaring me like I don't like when you're drunk like this like please stop and he like it was so cute like, <laughs> like the, back in the day but it was like honestly really valid because you know you you see how alcohol can like affect friendships and affect family and affect you know relationships so like at the time I was like really in my fight or flight mode and I was like don't fucking drink again which honestly was pretty valid um but yeah so growing up just to give you like an idea I've never really had like a positive outlook on alcohol and I was like I'm never gonna drink alcoholic alcoholism is like hereditary it runs in the family um so i'm just i'm not gonna be that person i'm not gonna i'm not gonna drink because i've seen what it does and i don't want to do it um but yeah that was like my first ever experience of it um once i turned 21 i think i became a little bit more lenient on it because you know my friends were like going out and like i you know wanted to fit in and like not that it was like a good or bad thing i just like i think that was just like the point of my life where like my friends were going out and like even at you know these makeup events even like at you know these like professional events there's always a bar there's always a bartender there's always drinks and i've always was the one and like there's no judgment like i hey if you're sober i fucking props to you because that's like a really fucking cool thing to do but um i've always like wondered I'm like oh, like am I missing out like should I be drinking like my friends say it's so fun like I should I be doing it so I finally I, I became more lenient on it and I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna try drinking so I think my first time ever really getting drunk I don't remember which one came first it was either um VidCon crazy enough <laughs> <laughs> fucking VidCon um, at an after party or it was my 21st birthday. I forget which one came first, but I let's say that it was my 21st birthday. So it for my 21st birthday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to drink and I'm going to drink alcohol. And my manager set up like this whole thing. Me and my friends are going to go to Vegas. I think it was me. <laughs> it was like, it was such a fun group. It was me, Sierra, Sierra's ex- or Sierra's boyfriend at the time, um, Nikki, Nikki's boyfriend at the time, and Tila and Morgan. It was like, and my boyfriend didn't even come. It was literally just me. Um, everybody like shared a room with someone and I was by myself, which was kind of sad. Um, but I think Andre couldn't come. Um, I think he was busy at that time. But yeah, so it was all of us and we were all going to go to Vegas. And I got this whole thing. I planned it all. Um, we were all staying at this like nice hotel and it was so, it was so gorgeous. Like my manager is like literally the best. She um, set up, like I got cupcakes that said happy birthday. And I think I got like a bottle or something in my room. It was so crazy. And she scheduled dinners and then a bottle at some nightclub. Um, so we had the dinners. I don't think, I don't know if I drank at the dinners, but we finally get to the nightclub and my, we, they ask us like what bottle we want. And I, I think we all decided tequila, which that was gnarly of a choice, <laughs> but I guess, I mean, I like tequila. I, I think I'm either like a tequila or a vodka girl. I've never been like, uh, Hennessy, like, oh, hell no. Toronto men love 
Hennessy. Hennessy. They love, what's the other one? I don't know. They always like the random ones. I'm like, girl, like vodka or tequila, please. But yeah, um, I think we got a bottle of vodka or no tequila. And I didn't know my limits at the time. So, and it was my birthday. So my friends were like, ah, shots, let's do shots, let's do shots. And I think... <laughs> I was like, there's no point in making a drink. Like, I'll just do shots. It just goes, it like, it gets me drunker quicker. So I just remember being so blacked out drunk out of my mind. I have photos of literally me and Morgan like giggling, laughing our asses off in the bathroom. And I like, I like, I like knelt over the toilet. It looks like a photo of me like throwing up, but I didn't throw up because, hey, when you're 21, your body bounces back quick. I I don't think I've ever had like a, a bad hangover until I was like 22 or 23 or something like that. But yeah, I just remember being blacked out of mind. And I think um, at the time, the... The club that we went to connected to our hotel rooms. So I remember just being so drunk and we were having a great time. We were like dancing. Um, and at the end of the night, I think Tila was like, guys, I need to eat something before we go to bed. And I was like, girl, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. She's like, no, come out with us to IHOP. We need to get something to eat before we go to bed. <laughs> and Tila's like, I'm going to have a hangover. I don't eat something. I was like, girl, I can't. So I think we ended up splitting up um, and I went to bed and, and some of the others went to IHOP. But yeah, that was just like, I don't know. I think that was like one of my first times ever being drunk I don't think I had a hangover the next day I don't know maybe I did I, I'm pretty sure my 21st birthday vlog is up on YouTube so and maybe I just have to rewatch that but yeah that was a fun night and I think ever since that I've been a little bit more lenient with myself with alcohol but there's always something in the back of my mind where I'm like you know being cautious with alcohol and like only having it on special occasions and only doing it on the weekends. Um, but yeah, so I start I started drinking when I was about like 21. Another one of my first times drinking alcohol, I think I was like uh, at VidCon. And I just remember VidCon is so fun and I meet so many like fun, amazing people there. But I just remember. So you meet people at your actual at the actual VidCon and then some people like some of the fans know that there's an after party at this like club or at this like restaurant um so we were all all the youtubers all the talent was invited to this like club and like all our names were on the list um and i think i was just gonna meet chloe there chloe was already there and that's when we were roommates at the time um and I was just going by myself. So I got my Uber, picked me up from the hotel and dropped me off at this club. But you have to kind of walk around the mall to get into this actual club. And I just remember there were so many people. And I almost like, hey, I'm not saying that I'm Justin Bieber or anything. But like back, back in the day, I was like, I was getting so overwhelmed. Like imagine like you're by yourself. There's like so many people and like obviously they're so nice and they're like, oh my God, can we get a photo? And like, of course, it's like, it's obviously really nice and you're obviously really flattered. But when it's so many people, you get so overwhelmed. You're by yourself, like you're not moving. You don't know where you're going. And it's like, it's like it, it creates a lot of anxiety and I was so anxious. So I remember I, I like remember this to this day because these girls like made me feel so sad. Um, but I remember these girls were like, hey, I don't like we take a photo. But it was like a lot of people that were like there. And it's it's almost like at VidCon, I don't know if people necessarily like watch you or they just recognize you and they like it's like Pokemon. You got to catch them all and like take photos with every single person. Um, so 
these people were like, hey, Adeline, like, can we take a photo? And I was like, yes. And I was like, wait, can I just like come right back? Like, I need to like ask the security guard about like where this place is. Um, And yeah, so I like head off to the security guard and I'm like, hey, like, can I, you know, do you know where this place is? Like, how do I get in? Like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you have to go all the way around. And I was like, hey, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just like really anxious right now. I'm like all by myself. Like, is there any way like, can you help me get there? And he was like, no. <laughs> And I was like, ah, okay. Um, so I go by the girls that like originally asked me for a photo and they were like, oh, we don't want a photo anymore. Actually, you're too cool for us. Like you don't want to take a photo with us at first. And I was like, I don't know. I just like, I felt so bad because I never want to make anyone feel like that. But at the same time, I like my anxiety was so high. Like I already am like a really shy person to begin with. Like growing up, I didn't say hi to people in school. Like I, I went to dance class. I was like a mute fucking like child. Like I didn't have any friends in dance class. I would show up, do the dance, not talk to anyone and leave. And I think like on one of my last dance classes, I like someone said hi to me and it was like a big thing. And I was like, oh my God, I have a friend. But I already am like a super shy person I forced myself to be extroverted so having all these people and like being so overwhelmed and like feeling so anxious like that was like my fight or flight like response to like go to security guard and be like hey like where do I go and having those girls be like we don't want a photo with you like you didn't want to take a photo with us like blah, 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 blah. and I was like that genuinely made me feel so fucking bad and I was like girl it's not like that like I literally like my anxiety was just so high. There's just like a lot of people I get super overwhelmed super easily. Um, and I think at the time I was really struggling with like big groups of girls because I was just like severely bullied in high school and like big groups of girls like scared me, which is like not convenient for me at all because my audience is girls. So I'd be with big groups of girls all the time. I eventually got through it with my therapist and my life coach, but I would always be so scared of, like big groups of girls. Like this was literally like my anxiety was at like a 10 out of 10. Um, so I just like, I don't know, I felt so bad. And then I went into the, I eventually made it out into the club and I just like felt so bad. I like go up to Chloe and I'm like, oh my God, like, I just like, I feel so bad. Like I, I like, I didn't take pictures with these girls and like, they like got mad at me after and like, oh my God. And she was like, it's okay. Like, just forget about it. Like, they weren't your real fans anyways. They just were taking photos with everyone. And like, they just like had an excuse to be mad, like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I feel so bad. Like, I, I, I've never, ever, ever had a negative interaction with a subscriber ever. Like, every single person I've ever met, it's been, like, a good experience. And, like, everybody, like, is super nice. And that was, like, the one time in my whole career. I've been doing YouTube, like, from, like, 10, like, I don't know how many years. That was the only time I've had a negative experience, like, in real life. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I feel so bad. Like, I don't know what to do. And Chloe was like, girl, you need a drink. So she gets me a drink. And you can see where the story is going. I'm already in, like, a bad headspace. And I'm like, I feel so bad for like not taking a picture of those girls and um yeah my friend just like kept handing me drinks and I was like fuck this like oh my god so I like drink and then I think she hands me another one and I drink it and then she hands me another one and I drink it and I'm like, girl I lost count of how many drinks that I had but all I remember is I felt great at that VidCon fucking club that night like <laughs> all I remember is we had a great time and we were dancing and Chloe is already like such a free-spirited person that she was like it's okay. Like just live in the moment. Like stop thinking about the past. Stop thinking about the future. Just like live in the moment. Like have a great time. And like, you know, you can't impress everyone. You can't make everyone like you. Like there will be people in life that will, won't like you. And then like, that's totally okay. So I just remember we had a great time. We were dancing and 
I think the next day, I think that might have been my first hangover. And hangovers are the fucking worst. When I was 21, I would never, ever, ever experience hangovers. And I'd be like, oh, people always talk about hangovers. It's not even that bad. Girl, I hit 25. I don't even want to drink alcohol anymore. I don't even want to go out. Like, I'm, I'm good with, like, two or three drinks. And, like, that's it. Like, a hangover the next day is, like, not even worth it for me. I'm like, yeah, you get buzzed. Like, yeah, whatever. But it is just not worth it. Like, the hangover is literally the worst. I have to take a whole day to recover. My head is throbbing. I feel like shit. I get anxiety and, like, I get anxious the next day. It's a thing because I was like, am I normal? Like, why do I get so much anxiety after a night out? It's a normal thing. It's called hangxiety. Um, so I haven't been drinking as much recently, but I don't know. I don't know. Those are, like, my first ever times, like, really drinking. I'm sure that I have other stories of just like funny drunk night outs. I mean, hey, if I told you every single time that I've ever had a funny story drinking on my way out, I mean, we'd be here for like all fucking day. We'd be here all day because I probably I have so many stories in the back of my mind that I can't think of right now. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I became a lot more lenient and I started like, you know, going out and drinking with my friends, but always in the back of my mind, I'm always, you know, and I was like, you know what? I can't get in the habit of this. Like I can't drink too much. And I've always thought about that. Um, but I think... Um, a moment that I, I felt like honestly a little bit like it was a little bit too much was when I went to Paris because I, it's just like the culture there. I think drinking in the day is so normalized there and like, Hey, getting an Aperol spritz and like, Oh my God, I'm on vacation. Like, let's get a drink. It came to a point where I would drink almost every single day. And I started noticing that about myself. And I was like, I don't know if I really like this, you know, part of myself, you know, having a drink every single day. Like, I don't need it. Um, and it's always something that's on the back of my mind. And it's something that doesn't really make me feel so good. Um, so I kind of set that boundary with myself. And I'm like, you know what? You know, I'm allowed to have a good old Aperol spritz. I'm allowed to have a good drink. But I prefer to, like, I feel good about myself. And I feel like you can always tell 
things about yourself with the way that your body reacts to it. I feel good in my body when I have, you know, drinks on the weekend. When I have drinks on the weekday, I mean, hey, to celebrate something like a birthday or like a celebration, for sure I'll be there. But I feel like having drinks on the weekday doesn't make me feel good. Um, so I kind of just set my boundary with myself and I was like, you know what? I'm Adeline. I only have drinks on the weekend. I only, you know, really smoke on the weekend. I, I only like, you know, do it once in a while. It's not an everyday thing for me. Um, and saying that about myself, I feel really good about it um, because I think growing up with an alcoholic parent, you really see things that is really traumatizing. You really have to set those boundaries with them yourselves because as fun as alcohol is and as many amazing memories that I've had, like, oh my God, Andre and I got so drunk for Beyonce's concert, the Renaissance Tour, but it was so, 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 so much fun. I love getting buzzed and drinking for a concert. Like, oh my God, I also remember, wait, in Paris, in Stade de France, it's like the big stadium there. Mario and I were going to, you know, drink at the stadium. So we didn't drink anything before. It, I think it took like 40 minutes. It was 40 minutes outside of the city to go to Stade de France to see Blackpink. And we we're like, Ugh, we're going to be sober by the time that we get there. Let's just drink when we get there. So we get to the stadium. We're about like an hour before the girls go on. And we're like, OK, this is going to be our pregame part. So we get to the stadium and there's a no alcohol. And we're like, what the fuck? Like we always get alcohol like before a show. And then we were like, hey, like are we allowed to like get out of the stadium and like come back, like get a drink and come back? And they were like, no, once you get in, you can't leave the venue um, or else you like forfeit your tickets. And we're like, oh my God. But we were both kind of bummed about it. And Mario was like, I've never been to a concert, like not blacked out drunk. And I was like, I know, like, I feel like Blackwing would be so much more fun, you know, drunk. But it was honestly such an amazing experience sober. Like Blackpink, we've seen them. We've seen them at Coachella. We've seen them many times in LA. Um, but it was actually so much fun. And we were like hitting all the dance moves. And like, I really like noticed like all of their, you know, things that they do. And I noticed the crowd and it was such a fun vibe. And I was like, you know, what? I really don't need alcohol to have fun. And I feel like I started noticing that by myself. Like I can really go out and like go clubbing, go out to a bar, like, and really have fun without alcohol. I always thought when I never drank alcohol before, I'm like, am I missing out on something? But I feel like, and I, maybe this is terrible advice. You let me know. But I feel like once you've gotten drunk once, you know how that feels in your body and you can kind of like recreate that feeling. I almost feel like that with drugs <laughs> because I feel like it unlocks some like part of you know your brain or like your happiness or like whatever mood that that drug or alcohol could make you feel you could kind of unlock it and recreate that feeling when you're sober I don't know if that makes sense if anybody can relate to that or if that's kind of like me being crazy but I don't know that's just what I found and when we did Blackpink sober it was so much fun um but yeah going back to like two days ago Beyonce was so much fun when we were drunk girl like I don't know it's like I think listening to music, they say alcohol in the streets and weed in the sheets. And like, I could not agree with anything more like listening to music, being drunk, being with your friends. Like, that's just I don't know. I feel like that's just what life's all about. Not being drunk, but just like, you know, <laughs> being with your friends, you know, living in the moment, listening to music, living life, dancing, singing badly. Like, this is what life is all about. It's just like little moments like this. Um, so I don't know. 
I'm finding that balance and I'm finding that perfect sweet spot for me because I think I am struggling with like what my perfect, you know, dosage or my perfect drink or what my perfect amount is because I used to be able to, you know, throw back shots like a champ. I would throw back shots and it wouldn't affect me and it was so easy and it was just like, I would never have a hangover. And then the second that I turned 25, I'm like, fuck this shit. Hangovers are the worst. I can't deal with this. So I'm finding my like balance where I can be buzzed and have like a good amount of drinks. I think it's like two or three drinks for me, honestly. Two or three drinks gets me nice and buzzed. It like makes me feel the music, feel relaxed, like let loose um, and just feel good. So I, I, I don't know. I'm still struggling to find like that perfect. Also, I'm not a huge fan of the shots. I'm, I'm trying to not take shots as much now. I did take a shot for Beyonce, though. But Beyonce is Beyonce. That was a special occasion. I think, like, going out-wise, I, I love just, like, two or three drinks. I feel like shots, I, like, I don't know. It just, like, it doesn't feel good. I don't like it. It gets you drunk really quick. I would rather just, like, sip on a drink and, like, feel really good. I know it's the sugar that really makes you hungover. But I don't know. I love a good spicy margarita. Two or three spicy margaritas um those like cucumber ones love the cucumber ones um those are like my go-to blue's like barking at me because she could hear me (laughs) she's just like when she's in the car she like she just snores i'm like girl you cannot be snoring while i'm filming a podcast look at who we have in the car now this one this one would not stop barking so now she's in the car (laughs) i told you she just has to be quiet okay you better be quiet um, but now is a segment where we ask, what would Rihanna do? Because we always have wow, wow. <laughs> I don't know why I do this every time. There's so many Rihanna songs. Because we need to get to work, 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 work. With all the thoughts and all the questions that are TMI. I asked you guys to ask me some TMI girl talk questions on my spam account. It's not Adeline on Instagram. And these are the questions you guys ask. And they're on anonymous so you don't have to worry about being exposed or, you know, having anyone find out. Just asking your deepest, dark questions and I'll just have me embarrass myself on the internet for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, today I found some questions that were pretty good. Someone asked, do you see yourself marrying your boyfriend? And like, go, duh, like we live together. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like um, it's my I think the most attractive thing about him that I adore and love so much is that he is just a like hopeless romantic and as much as he says that he used to be and he isn't anymore because he he said that he got his heart broken it's every sob story every boy has a sob story I got my heart broken but I truly genuinely believe that he is a hopeless romantic at heart. He always has been. And I think it really just shows. And like all my friends see it. But they're like, oh, I don't want her boyfriend. Like, that's how they are. But I don't know. I think it's, he is just such a hopeless romantic at heart. And I think where it really stems from is he was, and I don't know if he's going to get mad at me for saying this because he's such a private person, but he was basically raised by his grandma and grandpa. And he's seen the love from his grandma and grandpa. And he was like, his grandpa would always take care of his grandma and like his grandma didn't even know how to pump gas. Like his grandpa would always take care of her and he would always take care of her um, and just like be that provider man and like protect and um, really treat your woman like a queen. And I feel like it really does show. And he's always been like that. Like literally 
I, I posted a podcast. I think it's like one of my most popular podcasts in the state now. Um, and I told you guys like how me and my boyfriend met. And I told you guys like on our first date, he brought flowers. And I, I remember at the time I was like, you're crazy. Like you're doing too much flowers on a first date. I'm like, what do you mean you're doing flowers on a first date? But he has always just been such a romantic at heart and I'm so grateful for him and I, I feel like I genuinely and like maybe I sound like fucking stupid but I feel like he like honestly really saved me because I feel like I, I came into that was a point in my life where I really did not believe in love a lot or at all honestly and like I thought like all men were the same and like I was also like kind of you know questioning my sexuality and I was like maybe I don't like men like maybe I just like women and like I was like dating women and then I had like some bad experiences and I was like Ugh. so you know he came into my life and he has always been such a gentleman he's paid for every date and he's got me flowers and he just surprises me with little things like little like Starbucks and like whenever I'm sick he'll always take care of me and it's just like little things like that like there was it's it's really so sad like there was really a time in my life where I think I genuinely gave up on love because I loved you know some people in the past I haven't posted every single you know person I've dated on the internet but I feel like I've I've fell in love in the past, but I've gotten burned so much in the past. And I think it's almost like getting and this literally sounds crazy, but getting so burnt out of love, like getting burnt out of dating and getting burnt out of um, you know, meeting people and like how, you know, what's your favorite color, you know, getting to know people and then they end up like being this completely different person and you guys don't mesh and then trying to find a new person and then going on a new date and like going on a date, going on, getting burnt out of like meeting people and getting burnt out of love and you're like fuck this shit like I'm just gonna like you know I don't believe in love anymore like I think I think there was a point in my life where I think I just thought that I would like have you know people in my life probably but at the end of the day I only really have myself in blue and it was really sad um and I think I'm just like so grateful for him because he and like this literally sounds so cheesy, but I really feel like he really did save me because I was in such like, I think like just like a hard version of myself. Like I acted so like hard and like so closed off and like so fuck girl. And I was so like, didn't believe in love. I put very minimal effort into things. Um, I would never try. And it's like, that's so sad. Like, you know, something that's like as special as love and you like don't even want to try anymore. Like that's just it's just like fucking sucks. Like, you know, it's really like dating is really fucking hard out here. And like there was times where I'm like, fuck, like I just wish that I had that one person that like was just consistent and was just like, you know, there for me. Like why? I would always feel like like why? Why do I feel like, you know, relationships never work out for me? And like, why do I feel like, you know, I can never like make it work with somebody like I I genuinely felt like you know I I feel like I I can be a romantic person and I feel like all of that was just like ripped away from me like with all of the times that I felt like I've gotten burnt um and I put up this really crazy wall and I'm like so grateful for him because I feel like every 
like wall that I put up, he really like helped me take down. <laughs> and he's so patient. Fuck my makeup. I just did my makeup. Fuck, 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 fuck. Um, he's so patient and he's so consistent and he's so like romantic and loving. And I'm just like, I don't know. I think I'm really grateful for that. So yeah, I don't know. People might, you know, people might like, I mean, be like, girl, you're 25. Like, you don't fucking know. But do you see yourself getting married to your boyfriend? Like, I really do. And, um, I'm really grateful that I, that I'm able to meet someone like him. And I'm really grateful that, you know, we're able to, you know, make things work and that we live together. And we're like on this next journey with ourselves. And he's like, met my family and he's met my mom. He's met my dad and they really like him. Um, and I met his family um but yeah I don't know sorry I got kind of like emotional in that but yeah and he like we we just have so much in common with like our family stuff and we really see each other eye to eye and like hey like every couple fights like we fight and I feel like we're always very understanding of each other and you know, sometimes we're both immature and sometimes we're both stupid, but hey, that's just life, right? Like, we just, like, you know, grow from it and live in it and we make mistakes and we fuck up and we apologize and um, we just continue being consistent. We continue loving each other. Um, but yeah, <laughs> fuck. I didn't mean to, like, go on that whole tangent. That was kind of crazy. Woo-wee. I hope he doesn't watch this. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> He's gonna be like, girl, I saw you crying on the butt. No, in kitties, like, he doesn't talk like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's my really long answer to the question. Now let's get a couple questions of the way. So that's not the only question. Someone said, um, "Do you recommend any books?" Hmm. One book that I'm reading right now. Where is it? Honestly, I have been reading one and like people can call me boring. I had my fiction era where I was reading a lot of fiction in Paris, but I'm back on my self-help books. Um, some self-help books that I've really been loving. There's a self-help book called Boundaries. I feel like I really struggled with boundaries a lot. So that one has really been helpful. I honestly, I really love rereading Atomic Habits. Honestly, Atomic Habits is like one of those staple books that you're just like, I every single time sometimes I forget about it and I I try to implement different things of it into my life in, in different ways. Um, but Atomic Habits is a really, really, really good one. Um, another good one that I read, it was kind of a while ago. It's called Woman Code. I actually listened to it on podcast because it's kind of a boring book. So I like to listen to it while I drive. But Woman Code is really good if you feel like you're kind of struggling with just like body issues, like fucking like breaking out and like your cycle and like wondering like, is birth control even good for me? Like, should I get off of birth control? Um, and just like learning about your cycles, learning about the things that you eat and learning about, um, I just, I have like a whole like notes thing. I think I posted it on my spam account if you guys want to check it out but yeah that one's also a really good one um but yeah those are i think those are some books that i would recommend next up someone said how do you how do you become successful within real estate so i feel like a lot of people think that in order to you know have real estate you need a lot of money but i think ugh, i have to find it there's 
these websites where you can buy someone a portion of a house or a portion of, you know, rental property and you can make a portion. Like, it's so cool. There's so many different ways to get into real estate. I When I find it, I'll post it on my Swim account because like, I don't think I'm going to find it right now. But being successful in real estate, I think it's just like, it's really just doing your research and really um, you know, figuring out what you like. Cause I feel like I really do have a passion for it and I love real estate. I love decorating and interior design and like everything like that. I really do feel like I'm like, Hey, Adeline, am I going to be doing YouTube when I'm like 50 or 60? I don't know. Maybe who knows? People were like, you know, how long is this YouTube thing going to last? When I was 13, they're like, you need to go to school, like blah, blah, blah. But here I am at 25 and I still have YouTube and I'm still doing my job. You know, I, I feel like I'm not doing too shabby. Um, but I could see myself like in, you know, when I'm 50 or 60, like doing real estate because I just love it so much. Um, but being successful in real estate, I think it's really all about, for me, I love finding the worst house in the best neighborhood. Um, I feel like that's like, you just know that your property is going to go up in value. And even just like being lucky and being at the right place at the right time, nobody can ever you know, predict this is 100% going to do well. You can never predict it. It's all, everything is always going to be, um, you know, uh, a guessing game and like a game of luck. But finding um, the worst house in the best area has been really good for me. Um, or even just like up and coming areas I've gotten really lucky with. Even just like pre-constructions. Girl, if you, you have to do some re- research on some pre-constructions because if you, um, put a down payment on like say a condo before it's going to be built. So I think I did it like back, I think I did it like four or five years in advance. Um, and I'm having some pre-constructions being built in 2025 and 2026. And the price that I bought it at, I can sell it by the time that it's done for even more than what I bought it for. Plus, you know, if I want to rent it out, I can always rent it out and, you know, have the tenants like pay the mortgage or, you know, sell it over time, which it'll appreciate over time. Um, everything that I say, I'm not a professional. So if you become broke from this v- podcast, it is not my fault because I'm not a professional. So I don't know if that's like a good dis- disclaimer. <laughs> um, another thing that I found with real estate is um, something that could help is finding a duplex or just like finding a, a place that you can also rent out to someone. So even if you can find like a good condo and you're like, hey, like I'm I'm buying this condo and you find like a friend or a roommate that is able to pay you rent, that'll help a lot with like your monthly bills and, you know, monthly expenses um, because girl, mortgage rates are fucking insane right now. Even with like buying a house, like I think in order to rent out your basement, you have to have like its own separate entrance in its own kitchen. I'm pretty sure that's what it is, but you can look it up um, and you can rent it out to someone um, and that'll just help with the mortgage as well. But yeah, I think there's this book. You really should read it. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He kind of talks about um, real estate and owning a house. He says there's a difference between um, a liability and an asset. And he thinks that most houses are a liability and not an asset because an asset will bring you money and liability, it will cost you money. Um, because, you know, people will always say, oh, like a house is a good investment. And as much as it is, we don't take into consideration like, you know, property taxes. That could be like 10 thousand dollars a year on just property taxes um um land transfer fees there's so many fees like real estate agent fees um you know if you know 
uh, mowing the lawn, um, fixing the garage door. Shit is always breaking in the house. So fixing the garage door, fixing the, you know, redoing the roof every five, 10 years. Like there's a lot of things that you really have to keep up with. And it really adds up to the point where I'm like, damn, like, should I just be renting? Like, this is so fucking expensive. Um, but as long as you can make it a an asset and maybe just like rent out your, you know, basement or rent out a room to your friend or, you know, find a way to make money in this situation. I think that's the best way. But I don't know. I don't know if anyone cares about this. This is just stuff that I like to, you know, do. And there's there's so much to it. And I could like make a whole episode on it. I don't feel like anyone knows, like cares about it. Someone said, how do you make your pussy smell good? Um, just, I mean, girl, just shower. You don't need to do anything crazy. I feel like back in the day, I would use those wipes. Remember those wipes, Summer's Eve wipes? I don't even think you need to do anything that crazy. Like, you don't, do you think that men wipe their ball sack before you have sex with them? No. I don't think they give a flying fuck. Like, am I going to be honest? Like, girl, I've had some gnarly smelling ball sacks. I've never had a vagina that smelled bad ever in my whole life. So, just to make you feel better about this situation. But how to make your pussy smell good. I think it's just like a matter of showering, you know, the day that you're going to hook up with someone or like have sex with your partner, just shower and like, you know, do a little more. But don't, don't clean inside because your vagina has natural pH balance and like sometimes the soap can like throw it off. But hey, I just like, I just scrub her with my little loofah on the outside. Um, I do a little shower. If I, I'm feeling a little crazy, I'll, I'll get my little wipe um, after a long day. Um, but hey, I wouldn't stress about it too much because you know men are not stressing about it. And pussy does not smell bad. Like, I hate that people think that. Like, it really does not. I, like, I wish that I could like scream into the top of the roof. It's like, your vagina does not smell bad. Men are just pussies. Like, they like, I don't know why some men are just like so scared of eating vagina. I'm like, vagina is literally the creation of all life. Like, we're literally walking goddesses on this very fucking earth. Like, the fact that people even have the audacity to say, oh, vagina smells like you know, fish. Huh? Have you smelled ball sack? It smells like socks. I would rather smell like a fish than a sock. Are you kidding? Ew. Also, I've never smelled a bad vagina, so I don't know what they're saying. Anyways, I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'm sorry it was a very rambly long one, um, but... Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. And I'm always here if you need to talk every Wednesday on my Girl Talk podcast and every Monday and Friday on my vlog channel. But if you guys are listening to this on YouTube, make sure to give it a thumbs up and comment down below any of your thoughts. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, then make sure to give it a five-star rating because it helps me a lot. But I love you guys and I'll see you guys next Wednesday. I'm here, same place, same time, every time. Always here you need to talk love you okay bye <laughs> did you like that episode i really hope that you did um if you haven't already then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after just click on the links whatever it is um and i hope that you guys enjoyed also be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot um but i love you and i hope you have an amazing rest of your day bye Sipping on a